Oh, oh wait, no, I'm back. Okay. No, it was just me we making could do that noises. for a little bit. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this is how aliens talk to one another. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Greetings from the Devil's Dexter. A podcast for the esoteric and strange. Welcome to another episode of The Devil's Dirt Star. I'm Ellsworth here with my co-host, Big Spoon. Hi, everybody. And today in our after hours, we are going to talk about uh, UAPs. What does UAP stand for? It stands for one of two things, um, both kind of meaning the same thing, either unidentified aerial phenomena or unidentified anomalous phenomena. Anomalous just meaning not normal. Ooh, I haven't actually heard it said that way before. This past two weeks is the first time I really heard the phrase as, you know, with the Chinese weather balloon going on, I started seeing it kind of popping up more and more. Yeah. So I told you before in another episode that I kind of live under a rock. I think we were literally talking about the Chinese weather balloon situation. Yeah. You're going to have to tell me what the fuck is going on. So... I am not an expert in this manner. So if I get something wrong or my information is not perfect, forgive me. But long story short, there was a Chinese balloon that they say was a weather balloon that just kind of got blown over. And then, you know, we're saying it's a surveillance balloon and we shot it down. It was over Ohio, I believe. I think completely unrelated, but interestingly enough, Ohio is going through some shit right now. What's going Um, on in Ohio? Oh, there was probably one of if not the worst environmental disaster in the United States history. Wait, is this the- uh... The train crash. Yes. Okay. I did know about that. I'm not that stupid. All right. I feel better. It's <laughs> it's like a 50 car pileup basically of very dangerous chemicals. They did a controlled burn of it and the burn of these chemicals, and I can't remember the name of the chemicals, but one of the byproducts of the burning of these chemicals is phosine the chemical warfare that was used in World War II. Yep. Yeah. I was just wondering why that was ringing a bell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Phosphagene, something like that. Phosphagene? Yeah, I think phosphagene, phos, someone will know what I'm talking about, but yeah. the byproduct of it was one of those gases. Holy shit. Um, and it's, it was over a location that is tied into a lot of the primary water sources in the US, like uh, tied into the Mississippi River. And right. so basically, Big time catastrophe. People are already experiencing side effects and symptoms of being exposed to these chemicals. Yeah, bad stuff. So I don't think it has anything to do with the Chinese weather balloon. I just think it's interesting that if I'm correct, the weather balloon was floating over Ohio and During Ohio's going through some shit. So yeah. yeah, no, that's, you know what it's reminding me of is Mothman. How the Mothman's always seen in areas before a disaster of some kind happens. Yeah. Obviously the bridge collapse being one of them. Yeah, interesting. The two are unrelated. (laughs) Most likely. (laughs) Probably most definitely. It is interesting that I'm just going to let that tie in for me, my correlation that I kind of noticed. So Mothman, there's kind of a a theory of correlation that Mothman, a little bit of what was going on with Mothman was Mm -hmm. Cold War paranoia, basically. Yeah. Um, Since the initial, I think the first sighting was 1966, which was, you know, during the, the height of the Cold War. So it's super interesting because the UFO craze when it first started in the US was like in the 50s. I think that there is a notable correlation between heightened UFO awareness Mm -hmm. and Cold War tensions. And it's interesting because we are kind of entering a, and it's not that 
Tensions haven't always been there, but we are kind of re-entering an era of Cold War tensions right now, especially with Russia and China. There's a lot of tension going on, and I feel like we're kind of seeing a resurgence of this UFO stuff going on. So it's just interesting. I think that there's both a correlation of people being paranoid, but also probably a a legitimate correlation of, of surveillance going on. And part of the reason, so we've shot down after the Chinese air balloon, we shot down three more unidentified objects one of them being this like cylindrical silver thing and they couldn't figure out how it was moving i'm picturing like a bullet <laughs> yeah like just like they, they were like maybe it was a balloon they couldn't figure out how it was staying in the air it was just like a big yeah like bullet shaped silver Whoa. thing and they're saying though that the reason that they're catching all these things now is not that they're suddenly popping into existence all of a sudden over the last two weeks there's a whole bunch of ufos over the u.s that's not the case it's that after the chinese weather balloon and we shot that down norad updated their radar to make it more sensitive so now they're catching things that have probably already been there because a lot of the things that they're finding are like u.s weather balloons and other harmless things but there have been things you know the bullet-shaped object was floating at about forty thousand feet which is in an area that is can be dangerous to civilian aircraft height wise so it's just interesting Um, No, that's definitely very cool. So you think that because we've updated the radar, Mm -hmm. is this military radar? Yeah, it's NORAD. Right? Yeah. So we've fixed that, made it the best it could possibly be for, you know, our time or whatever. And now we're just seeing all the things that have always been there. Yeah, that we've kind of been missing. It's just like when you get a new car and you see that fucking car everywhere all over town. Yeah. Except for the man upstairs, because he's still the only one in the county with that car. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a proud moment for him. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's wild. It's really interesting, and it's part of you or me. I think realistically, they're probably mostly man-made things that we're seeing and whatever. But then there's always the kind of fun, like, oh, what if it's aliens? I want is, it to be aliens. Yeah, part <laughs> sometimes part of me does, and then part of me doesn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I'm a little wishy-washy on it. I'm it's, like, eh. There's a theory called the, I wrote it down, figure out where I wrote it down. The Fermi paradox. Fermi? Yeah. And like, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. F-E-R-M-I paradox. Hmm. So this paradox is kind of a theory saying, statistically speaking, there is a very high probability of other life in the universe. We just, you know, it's it's very likely. And because of the likelihood that there is multiple other lives going on in the universe, it would also be highly probable that we would have had contact with some at some point. So why haven't we? I'm on board with this. So that's this. the paradox. And then there's a theory called the dark forest theory. Uh, have you heard of that theory? No. So this is a really fun theory and I did a deep dive on it. Oh, it's, boy. it's horrifying. It's horrifying, but I think it makes a lot of sense. So Lou Cixin, I think is, is how, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. He's a Chinese sci-fi author and a computer scientist. Whoa, um, that's a combo. Computer engineer. Yeah, so... He kind of popularized this idea, the dark forest theory, with a book that he wrote. Okay. Um, So the theory is that the reason there is no radio evidence of alien life is because, so all life wants to stay alive and continue to exist. Right. There is no way of knowing if other life forms are dangerous or not dangerous. True. And the safest option is to annihilate that other life before it has the option to annihilate you. Whoa, that is dark. So this dark forest theory is you are dropped into a forest and you are a hunter and you have to stay alive. So if you're in this forest and you come across anything else, you don't know if it's a danger to you or not, so you are going to eliminate it. So this dark forest theory is either the other life knows we exist and is not contacting us because of this theory and because of the fear, you don't know if it's going to 
try to annihilate you or not, or that if things have annihilated each other, (laughs) it's just, it's a really fascinating, terrifying theory. So you're just making that assumption that it's most likely going to try to kill you. Yeah. I better do it first. I mean, think about, you know, if I was alone in a forest, a dark forest, and I had weapons to protect myself Mm -hmm. and I've come across some other creature that I'm not familiar with, or honestly, even a person. <laughs> Come across me. Yeah. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> it's big. big <laughs> not <fun>. anymore. <laughs> now it's big strainer. <laughs> oh, sidebar, quick sidebar. There is a TikTok of people curling their hair with a strainer. You know how you can attach a diffuser to a hairdryer? Yeah. For the curly haired girls out there? It works even better if you use a pasta strainer. That makes sense. Yeah. Whoa. I have I have a couple. I have like a tiny one I use for quinoa. Don't at me. And then I have another one that I use um, for like pasta and whatever that's metal. I really want to fucking give it a go. Yeah. yeah. I want to try that. I'm going to have to give that a try. <laughs> we'll have to film it. Yeah. See, see what the <laughs> results are. I don't have curly hair. I have like maybe at best slightly wavy hair. So I'm very curious to see if that... Yeah, Anything my hair is pin straight, especially when it's short. It gets a little wavier when it's longer, but yeah, I'm I'm just envisioning a spoon. We need a spoon with a bunch of holes in it. <laughs> but a <'Cause> spoon? <laughs> <laughs> you are now a strainer. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's fucked up. It's very fascinating and, and it certainly makes sense in in a way, you know, because I mean that is when you come across something that is in any way seems threatening or especially if you come across intelligent life, I can understand that fear of like, you want to be the one to make the preemptive move if there is going to be some kind of altercation. Yeah. Um, That's understandable. So yeah, the dark forest theory is that if there is any other life, it's going to try and annihilate us before we annihilate it. Which is why Stephen Hawking, although he was very pro trying to find intelligent life was petrified of us actually finding it. Was he? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I've seen some things, um, articles online alluding to it, but I never really got into it. Yeah. Wow. He's a smart man. It freaks me out when smart people get scared about something. Smart people being scared of AI too. There's another, Mm -hmm. I don't remember, was it, I don't want to say the wrong person. Some other very intelligent inventor, innovative person was very anti-AI and um, at one point was kind of like, well, the genie's out of the bottle now. Oh, um, and it's oh, just, I got chills it's, hearing that. It's true. I mean, like with the whole thing with AI, you know, people are obviously understandably upset because their art is being like kind of appropriated by this AI. And then there's yeah. the argument that, well, every artist, when they learn every creator in a way is taking pieces of things they've learned and putting it into their own creation, which is what this AI art is doing at the same time though, it's appropriating to the extent where it's even copying people's signatures and stuff. So like, where do you draw that line? And then there's the argument of like, yeah, we want AI to be able to do a bunch of stuff, but why not make it do things that eliminate the boring tasks in life so humans can focus on being creative? Why do we need a machine to be creative for us? That's the thing that I'm into. I love the idea of taking away all the little small things that we need to do, but also at the same time, it's what gives us responsibility. Yeah. And not that sense of, fuck it, let's just do whatever. We we do that well enough on our own Yeah, (laughs) for the most part. And and humans do need a sense of purpose. I I think that not having, I don't want to say a job necessarily, but not having some kind of task 
to like motivate you yeah. is a very, you need to have that kind of purpose. It's, it's really distressing not to. We've been replacing most of our cat's needs, uh, <laughs> like the mundane task yeah. with AI, yeah, the litter robot. And she has an automatic feeder. Yeah. She also has a water fountain drink thing yeah. and she likes to drag it all over the kitchen. So, um, I took away the fountain part. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I was nervous about getting rid of those things because when something goes wrong with it, I'm not paying attention. Yeah. 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 So it's set up so that it gives me notifications on my phone now. <laughs> um, I had to take out the cat litter before you came today. Oh. It let me know it was full. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing won't fucking operate until I That's change fair. it out. I'm like, all right, bitch. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's too bad because we could... A true, truly be living or entering, you know, the golden era of humanity, this utopia where the really terrible stuff machines can kind of take over. But instead yeah. of doing that, we're kind of capitalizing on the monetary benefits of things is the priority. And that kind of takes away the utopian potential. No, um, it does. Same as, I mean, like social media and the internet, you know, there there is so much good that is possible to come of these things you know you can connect with people I have very good friends that I met initially via the internet and you can learn so much and you know you have the world in your pocket but then because of capitalizing on what they can gain from yeah. it and turning you know um I saw a TED talk and I'll have to look it up after and we can link it not link to the TED talk but the the person who was giving the talk was saying how there are only two businesses that refer to their customers as users and it's drug dealers and social media companies. Uh, well, I mean, it's digital drugs. Yeah. It's designed to be that way. It's designed to wow. be addictive. It's designed to make us crave that dopamine. It's designed to make us feel bad about ourselves and buy things that we don't need and all this other stuff and compare ourselves to things that aren't real. And it's unfortunate because it has so much potential for wonderful things and it has done a lot of wonderful things, but it's also truly, truly dangerous. I feel like we're in a weird renaissance where there's beautiful, incredible things happening, but it's equaling itself out yeah. with all the terrible shit that's going on. Yeah. Too. That's awful Ugh. and beautiful yeah. somehow. Yeah. It really is the caricature of the range of humanity because, you know, it shows it the is. really great aspects of humanity, but yeah. it's also, there's a very dark part of the web where you can find pretty much anything that you want. And, you know, it is... 4chan? Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking of. <laughs> you can find whatever you want. Yep. <laughs> 4chan and Craigslist. <laughs> or Craigslist. <laughs> oh, I like Craigslist. Craigslist. Craig. Craigslist, come get what you want. <laughs> come get what you need. That's fucking dark. Aliens, man. Aliens. <laughs> I mean, we are in the dirt star. I should have realized what kind of content we were going to talk about today. <laughs> very deep though. It's the shit that scares me. I like it. It's very interesting. And then when you think about like the more, I don't know if I'm going to use the right terminology, the more metaphysical aspects of life, mm -hmm. you know, beyond materiality or what we see, like the ideas of any kind of spiritual things or a further purpose the or growth. Dimension. Yeah. Yep. Then it all gets even more confusing because you're like, okay, we're talking about things that we don't understand beyond the universe, but then what's beyond what we see? What's beyond that? I mean, what's what's beyond the physical realm? I'm really freaked out right now. <laughs> I hope you sleep well tonight. <laughs> I'm just thinking about my stepson and 
the point at which we had to stop talking about the ocean and space because the vastness of both freaked the shit out of him. And then I couldn't stop thinking about how fucking terrifying both of those concepts were. It's so... Or they're not concepts. They're they're actual things. But yeah. the, the idea of something so vast, just yeah, this no, void. Yeah. There's parts of it that are comforting, kind of realizing that there's so much more than you and that, like, in a way, realizing your own insignificance is kind of fantastic because it gives you freedom. But yes, at the same it time, it's terrifying. Yeah. I definitely like that little reality check of, it's okay. There's so much more to this world than myself. I'm just a teeny tiny little ant on it. And, yeah. And I feel a lot better. The man upstairs always talks about, I think it's actually part of a real theory, but the world, this is like a snapshot. We are a flame on a matchstick. Yep. And we're gone as soon as we're here, vice versa, whatever. And to a fly, 24 hours is a lifetime. Yeah. Well, especially mayflies. Yeah. I mean, yep. bitches They're only live 24 hours. Gone. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Things to think about. <laughs> things to think about for sure. What else is going mm. on in the U.S.? Or is it even the U.S.? Is it everywhere? I mean, there's certainly things, bad things going on everywhere. There's the earthquake in Turkey. I meant aliens. Oh. You're like fucking natural disasters. What else do you want to be depressed about today? <laughs> Let me tell I've got you a about list. it. <laughs> it's a fucking scroll. Yeah. <laughs> it's delivered by owl every morning. Oh, that fucking owl that didn't bring you yeah, your the letter. Fucking owl that didn't bring me my Hogwarts letter. <laughs> Still waiting on that, by the way. Hey, you should watch these in order, you guys. We'll yeah. make small references to things that are. You you'll know. you'll know what we're talking about if you watched yeah. one of the. Th- I don't know what it was under. It was the it first was, one. It was Azazel. It was because we were talking about houses. It yep. was Azazel. <laughs> it was Azazel. <laughs> Yep. Mm. I don't know about other aliens. I think part of the reason that it's kind of hard to know the website that you were looking at earlier. MUFON. MUFON might give you more info. I think with as far as like unidentified phenomena, I think countries probably keep that. Well, I was going to say they keep it close to chest because, because, you know, it shows what they can surveil. But the U.S. isn't keeping it very close to chested. So maybe it's not that no. secret. I feel like we used to for the most part. I mean, there's certain things that kind of, you know, whatever. But sometimes I feel like people are given permission to go ahead and shout it from the rooftops to make people look fucking crazy. Yeah. Think about throughout the Cold War, the kind of shit that the CIA and FBI were doing. Oh, yeah. And then calling people crazy for doing it while they were, or like talking about it while they were in the background, like furtively trying to learn more about it or do more about it. And as you like read through their undisclosed archives now that you find some fucking wild shit. Yeah. Tell me about even just the gist of one of the articles that you had sent me. I mean, it was crazy town. So this is one and I'm going to, I'll give the disclaimer as I go through it. So this is from the FBI vault and it's on Tesla. Nikola Tesla, yes, right? Yes. Um, and <laughs> the only, so it is, it's the third PDF. If you go to the, the vault and there's three PDFs on Tesla and this is the third one and it's on page, page three. So to preface this, this is a fucking wild read, but it's not written by the FBI. This is a letter that was sent to the FBI by what some might call nutcases. It's, what? <laughs> it, it's it, it was a letter sent to the FBI, not of the FBI. It was sent by just a kind of crazy couple. However, I find it interesting that they chose to archive it, even though... Wait, what's this website? Because I found the vault adult use cannabis dispensary. 
I don't know why it sent you there. <laughs> you said the vault, right? Oh yeah, no, it's vault.fbi.gov. Wow, I'm stupid. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, check out the other one. Yeah, I mean, you know, if that's your thing, chicken wing. I'm going to read a couple clips from this. The headline of it, dated June 14th, 1957. It is from the Interplanetary Session Newsletter. Again, this is something that was sent to the FBI. It was not created by the FBI. They chose to archive it. So I have been reading through their files and I can't quite yet tell you whether or not it is common for them to archive absolute fucking nonsense. So I can't tell you. It it seems like nonsense, but it's also kind of freaky to read. So I'm just going to read you a couple of things. They actually underlined this portion. But there will again be full-scale operations of flying saucers over all America areas on July 1st. This will be in three phases as follows. New York areas, July 1st, 9 a.m. Washington, D.C. areas at 9.25 a.m. General North American areas after 9.25 a.m. Central American areas, 9.30 a.m. South American areas, 9.35 a.m. Second phase, same areas as above, beginning at 12 o'clock midday. Third phase, full-scale operations over all American areas beginning at 7 o'clock on the evening of July 1st. Now I'm going to read another section that they underlined this whole thing. The Tesla engineers have been in close touch with spaceships. The space people (laughs) have visited the Tesla engineers many times and have told us that Tesla was a Venusian, so from Venus, brought to this planet as a baby in 1856 and left with Mr. and Mrs. Tesla in a remote mountain province in what is now Yugoslavia. You know, I could almost see that. So an interesting thing, I mean, Tesla did kind of go a little batshit near the end of his life. He talked constantly about this death ray that he had created. Did he though? Well, allegedly we haven't found it or any evidence of it. I thought all of his shit was stolen after he died by the government. Yeah. So like some of it was collected by the government. His, a relative of his who he despised, tried to take a lot of his stuff. But he, yeah. So he said his... Death ray could harness a beam of metal ions at 270,000 miles per hour via quote unquote unknown physics. He said it could, you know, shoot a plane out of the sky. Just the all fuck? I can think of is Star Wars pew pew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very interesting. I don't wow. know. Um, I don't think it was ever actually created. He was pretty mad near the end of his life. I mean, he, he lived pretty old for the time, died in his 80s, I think. Damn, that is pretty old. I'm pretty sure... Someone can fact check me on this. I'm pretty sure when they found him, he was naked except for his socks, just like laying in his apartment. Weird. Yeah. He kept yeah. his socks on? Yeah. Just his socks. Just his socks. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I will read the last paragraph of this letter before we, we <laughs> move on to something Does it get crazier else. than the it, second it one? It gets pretty <laughs> weird. This is the same letter. It was from Margaret and Jon Snow. Snow? Jon Snow? Jon Snow. You know nothing. Winter well, it seems coming. It seems like he knows something. Yeah. So this is the last paragraph. Now for some unpleasant news. This has been transmitted from Mars Sector 8 through George King in London. We have to begin paying off our karmic debts in the form of disease, which cannot be abated unless we discontinue our nuclear experiments. However, to help all of us through the coming period of epidemics in the space, people have placed four space stations in orbit around the Earth. They will start magnetizing the Earth at midnight on July 21st. Through meditation, we can absorb these healing rays. The Martians have clearly indicated that they are just about, quote unquote, fed up with our depravity on this planet. Apparently, even space people can become impatient. Sincerely, Margaret and John Storm. I said snow, it's Storm. (laughs) But seriously, same. 
I'm fed up with their shit too. <laughs> yeah. It's again, this is from the research that I could do on what this is about. This is just from a couple of nutcases, but they chose to archive it in his file. Is that a requirement? Like a rule, anything sent to the FBI or specific departments within, they have to keep these things? I don't know. The other stuff that I read in his file all seemed pretty pertinent and it seemed to be like relatively the communications that made sense to belong in his file. So this one just kind of stands out as being kooky. I've just recently started reading through the Martin Luther King files. So I will update you on that one. There's There's just so much dark stuff that you can find and I highly recommend if you're if you're bored and you've got the patience because some of these are like hundreds of pages long but look through the FBI files they're declassified files if you find anything cool let us know we'll talk about it yeah yeah or if you're involved yeah let us know yeah we don't have to share your name no yeah make it anonymous unless you know I don't unless you're gonna put us on a watch list I don't I don't want that yeah government if you're listening we are two innocent squirrels just having a podcast. <laughs> Squirrel nerds. Squirrel nerds. Or I'm a holy spoon. Get yeah. it? Uh-huh. <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> Damn, that's yeah. wild. Aliens, man. What else did we want to talk about? Oh, well, I should probably mention that MUFON stands for the Mutual UFO Network. And it was established in 1969. And there's a lot <laughs> of cool shit on the website. Um, you can donate to them. They have a lot of recent news, a store page. You can report a UFO on there. That's kind of fun. Uh, you could join. I don't know that it's easy though. I've heard that there's a little bit of a process. Maybe you, you can actually, someone. <laughs> I think there's a difference between joining the website or joining MUFON. <laughs> that makes like sense. one is a subscription. The other one is like, you know, you're probably like a fucking field researcher. Is it global or is it? A United States thing. Oh, I don't know. I think Hmm. there's different... Like branches of it? Yeah, and sectors. If you do any kind of research into paranormal things, be it cryptids or ghosts or aliens or whatever, when you read about the research projects that are done, how the scientists involved pretty much always refuse to have their names shared because understandably it is something that I think should be researched because it is a human phenomenon that is experienced. These things all are, but I also understand why these scientists don't want their names attached to it because it kind of discredits you within the community. Skinwalker Ranch is what comes to mind. The people involved in that, their names are not shared because it's not taken. It makes them look not legitimate. Yeah. It makes you look crazy. Yeah. At the same time though, imagine having your name attached to it and then you find out some shit and then you get to be like, Boom. Told you I wasn't crazy. It's such a huge risk. Yeah, it is. A lot of people have died in shame. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. Shame and obscurity. Yeah. For sure. That's pretty much all I had. We can talk about a muamua if you want. I don't have a whole lot written about that except how to pronounce it. (laughs) (laughs) And that it means a messenger from afar arriving first. A few weeks ago, possibly, maybe I think it was in January, they found green lasers shown from the sky in Hawaii. Like Um, a rave? Kind of, but like a satellite. They determined that it was topographical mapping from China. Most likely not malicious. China exudes a lot of pollutants Mm. on the planet, and they think it was kind of an environmental mapping thing. No offense, but a little offense. Clean it up, man. Yeah, get your shit together. <laughs> we all have to get our shit together. No, we but, do. Um, there fair. are some of us who are worse than others. United States is also not 
super great about that. No. Uh, looking at Ohio, not Ohio's fault, but you know, <laughs> what's going on in Ohio. No. Yeah. Sometimes it pays to be a prepper. It really does. I'd like to um, have a remote cabin getaway that nobody knows about with like top secret layers underneath yeah. for when the apocalypse happens. And then we can all just yeah. grab our shit and go. Yeah. I would live underground for a time. Got to figure out a food situation though, being G-Free Banshees. Potatoes. I could fuck up potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll just get the lights that we need. Yeah. Grow them underground. Potatoes. <laughs> just Wait, hold on. <laughs> what about the famine? <laughs> the potato famine. What about it? Well, it's, isn't there like a whole thing about, it's not necessarily that they ran out of potatoes. It was all they had. I, oh, <laughs> yeah. I think it was actually so maybe. nutritionally. Well, I, we, we would need to include other things. Yeah. And there's also an issue with like, Oh, we could get the hash, dirt. not the drug, the, the can <laughs> version. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got me some potatoes and hash. <laughs> Nothing's illegal if there's no more government. No, no I mean like the meat and the potato Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we'll have to figure out how to grow meat. This will be an immodest proposal. We won't grow humans. We'll find ones we hate. Mm. If you consume the hate though, does it, what does that do to you? I don't know. You should ask Azazel. Mm. Yeah, Azazel <laughs> would know. Azazel will, yeah, that's what we'll just eat sin. Yeah. 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 I did write down something that really stuck with me earlier that you said, and it was that sin raises your body temperature. You did say that. (laughs) 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 It keeps you warm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It explains why hell's so hot. That I just, I need it on a t-shirt and that's the only reason Sin I'm bringing it up. keeps you warm. I'll write that down. I don't remember. You know what? Things just come out of my mouth and I, uh, oh, well, this can... is what you get for me editing. I'm just like, <laughs> have the most stupid callbacks. No, that's fantastic. Um, and it also made me think of something completely unrelated, but I'm going to share it because I think it needs to be shared. I like unrelated. Um, so I did the other day the most ADHD thing that I think a human being has ever done. Tell me more. And if you had told me before I did this that I was going to do it, I would say there's no fucking way. There's no way that I would do that. There's no way I wouldn't notice. What the fuck did you do? So <laughs> luckily this happened with a coworker who also has ADHD. So she understood and wasn't insulted by it. I tend to eat lunch late because I don't realize I'm hungry until it's too far gone. Hold on. Who's down here? <laughs> <laughs> Just see an arm waving like this by the refrigerator and the door is covering the person. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Continue. No, you're fine. It, it's not a ghost. You might hear kitchen noises just so everyone knows. <laughs> so I tend not to eat lunch until I'm very, very hungry and it's mm-hmm. too far gone. So whatever. because you I forget was, about yourself. It is. I, I'm doing stuff and I just forget. Right. So. I go out into the shared area where we have our microwave and our fridge. The communal The communal, space. yeah. And so I notice on the counter space where the microwave and toaster is that there is some trash, like a little aluminum foil thing and a little like cup that you would put sauce in. And at first I was like, I'm going to throw it out. And then I was like, well, maybe someone's saving it to put their leftovers back in after, whatever. Hmm. I'll leave it. Maybe. So I get my food, take it out of the box, put it in the microwave, turn it on, go back into my office, like thinking about whatever I was doing. And then my coworker comes into my office and she's like, Ellie, did I, did I miss something? And I was like, just completely fucking no, no clue. What? Like, what, what did I miss? 
So she starts laughing and takes me out into the room where our microwave is. I put my fucking lunch on top of hers (laughs) in the microwave and microwaved my food. That's why there was a container there because she was actively cooking something. And I just opened the door, put my food in, closed the door, put the time on, fucking back to my office. Was her food done and she left it in there? Her food was was done because she was going to the bathroom while it was cooking. She heard me come into into the kitchen open the microwave, put my food in, assumed that I took her food out because that's what a person would do, right? Were you even looking? I could have sworn I looked, but obviously not because I just put it right on fucking top of her plate. Were you too busy looking at the leavings, the container, no, the I th- foil? So I think I must have been looking at the box to figure out how long to cook it for or something. And you're just like one-handing it Yeah, so I like looking at the here. box, open the door, put my food in, close the door, put it on for however amount of time. Right on top, like, like there was a little circle on top of her plate of rice <laughs> where my bowl was sitting. Oh my just, God. and I was just like, I absolutely cannot believe I did that. I would never believe I did that. I texted John. He's like, yeah, of course you did. <laughs> I just, no, I think that's pretty funny. I have definitely, as a kid, made myself a bowl of cereal, put the milk in the cabinet and the cereal in the fridge. That I've, kind of shit. I regularly, I will put ice cream in the fridge. I've, I leave my phone in the fridge. I just. What? Oh yes. Wait. <laughs> So I'll be, I'll be cooking and I'll go into the fridge to get what I need. And maybe I have my phone up and I'm looking at the recipe and then I take what I need and I put my phone down and then I close the door and then I like turn around and I'm like, where did I leave my phone? Like just, it it takes, all it takes is it for it to leave my vision and I no longer know what happened to it. Dirtlings, please tell us if you've done something like this. I want to know all the weird, wacky things you've done to make me feel better about myself. (laughs) I'm also, well, John will get home and I'll be sitting in the living room after having made dinner or something. And I'll just hear the sound of him closing all the cabinets (laughs) because I'll be cooking and just, I just open the cabinet, get what I need and resume cooking. So like he will enter the kitchen and think a poultry guys has been there because all the drawers and cabinets are open you kind of act like a poltergeist (laughs) yeah (laughs) i do it too i've been getting really bad lately me microwaving my food on top of someone else's is the peak of it but it's gotten (laughs) another thing i've been doing lately that has just been getting increasingly worse and i started to get worried i was like maybe i have a neurological problem because this is so bad It's not, it's just me not paying attention to what I'm doing, but it's gotten to the point now where I cannot drink coffee during meetings because it will happen. I spill on myself because I'll be drinking while I'm thinking and just like not (laughs) overfill my mouth and not notice. (laughs) And it happens like I will be talking to a coworker and I'll take a sip of my water and it just pours out the corners of my mouth. At first I was like, oh my God, do I not have control over my mouth? And John's like, no, you're just not fucking paying attention. Yeah, I am so sorry that I'm laughing at no, that. No, it's okay. It's, it is absolutely comical. But it's like the older I get, the worse it gets. It's supposed to, like, I'm not, I'm not improving, guys. It's just getting worse. Maybe it's more normal than you think. Yeah. We're going to rely on all of you quite a lot to let us know that we're not totally out of our fucking minds yeah yeah so let me know if you also overfill your mouth while you're drinking because you're not paying attention to what's going in your mouth the only time that's happened to me is after going to the dentist and I had something done so my mouth was numb on one side and I remember going to friendlies and I was taking a drink of soda didn't realize (laughs) I still couldn't feel like my lips so I took a big sip because I was really thirsty it all came out (laughs) 
on my plate. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it was, uh, it was hilarious. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But at least no. I had an excuse. No, I have, I have feeling in my mouth. I just, <laughs> I just, for whatever reason, don't hold fluids in it sometimes. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, like most of my work shirts have coffee stains on them because I'll like just take a sip. The thing is like, you see me drinking coffee here. I haven't done it. No. It's just if I'm at work and I'm doing something and, I, and that's what like confirmed to me when John was like, no, you're just not paying attention because it only happens at work. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, because it usually happens when I'm talking to someone else. But <laughs> yeah, I've stopped bringing my coffee into meetings because I'll be having a director's meeting and I'll just, and then I, oh. I have to try and covertly wipe the oh, coffee man. off. A director's. Yeah. Like, like me it's and all the other directors will be like, we have a weekly meeting oh, where we talk fuck. about what's going on for the week. And I'll just take a sip of my coffee and just have like the fucking marionette lines of coffee <laughs> on my mouth because I'm not paying attention while I'm drinking. So you have all these strategic stains on your shirt. There's yeah. I have a shirt that I really like a particular week where I, I had a lot of stuff due and it was particularly bad where oh, every no. time I drink anything, like oh, I, worth. all of my shirts that week just were coffee stains. What <laughs> colors do you wear at work? I generally wear darker colors Same. Um, for that reason, because oh. I'm just, I want you to feel like you can live your fucking life. But at the same time, I am very worried about your like meetings with hot shots. <laughs> it's, I mean, so. it's the nonprofit world. They yeah. take what they can get. There's little judgment, Aww. but it is a very real problem. I also forget people's names. That's a newer thing. I blame that on me getting COVID because it started after I got COVID, but like. That is a a very interesting, I don't want to say symptom, but after effect. No, I, I mean, I, I will forget your name. I'll be talking about you with like mm-hmm. John or something and I'll be like, and uh, 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 like my friend who lives across the street is like, Riley? I'm like, yes, that I'm, one. I'm just worried that's an age thing with me because I'll know something. I'll have known something for my entire fucking life. Somebody asked me about it completely forgot in the moment. It's, oh, it's yeah. like a the bad test taker thing. You know your shit and you're yep. excellent at what you do. But as soon as there's an exam going on, you forget it at all. If like, you ask me my top five favorite movies, I've never seen a movie in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Get them all. What's yep. your favorite color? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I see you in black and white. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Any other weird COVID symptoms? That's the biggest one. Actually, um, it significantly affected my menstrual cycle. Me too. You guys, okay, sorry. Um, We're going to derail this podcast from aliens and weird food habits that Ellsworth (laughs) has to talk about this because you are not the first person that has told me. I know two other people that have had the same fucking problems I've been. So what happened to you, if you don't mind talking yeah. about it? So I actually, I say since I got COVID, this actually began when I got my first vaccine. I am pro-vaccine, although I understand why some people aren't. It's not like yep. there is a history of medicine entirely always having people's best interests in mind. So I understand that, exactly. especially minorities. I don't blame you. I get it. I got vaccinated because I also know that the effects of long COVID are not great, but whatever. I've always had... Um, not great, but I'd say fairly average menstrual cycles and generally a little bit longer in between more like five or six weeks instead of four. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So I've just always had like a little bit longer, generally pretty heavy, but like, you know, average, I'd say. Yeah. After I got the COVID shot within the first year after, and this is going to be like gross and TMI. So if you're faint of heart or you think this stuff's icky. Guys, you already entered the dirt star. Yeah. We're you're here. already in here. So, I mean, I've, you know, I've been 
getting it since I was like 11. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I've had this uh, significant period of time in the year following me getting the shot. I bled through my pants three times at work, like through them. Really? So they, my periods are getting a lot heavier. Like I would be bleeding through pad, balled up toilet paper and an extra heavy tampon in less than an hour. So let me ask you this. When's the last time you had something like that happen to you prior to the shot? Like Never. It had never happened in my life before Thank that. you. Yeah. <laughs> so way heavier and like to the point now where like I had to like invest in, in different kinds of things. Like yeah. I, bought the, I have to wear like the special like period underwear uh, pads, tampons, everything, because it's, it's so much heavier than it used to be. That's I get wild. PMS symptoms. I used to never get PMS. I would just get my period and whatever. Now I know probably 10 days in advance because I start getting very obvious symptoms. I get more migraines. I get more tired. I get more bloated. I get like all the classic symptoms. Never had that before. Now I have them. They're a lot more painful. And, and they're so, also, the cycle is now um, 28 days on the dot. Wow. And it was never like that before. I track it so I I can see the change 28 days on the dot. And it's super interesting because there are some studies that show that, especially in younger women, there are hormonal effects from the vaccine. They're saying, well, it's temporary. How the fuck do you know? It's been like two years. Like you can't say it's temporary yet. No, we haven't been through this long enough to know for sure. So, I mean, we can make some predictions, but that's about it. Yeah. So I was told that I did not have COVID and what I do for a living I would know, but because my PCR test didn't come back as positive. Yep. So me and the man upstairs, well, he didn't have a test done, but I did. Yeah. I'm the dirty person. I go out into the world, whatever. We had just gone out and hung out with friends at a casino and we were in their hotel room there, like an attached hotel or whatever. We did that and we were in the room for quite some time and one of our friends ended up testing positive for COVID like two days later. The first thing that happened to them was that they had a sore throat. And then also she started her period. I woke up two days later with a sore throat and started my period too. Interesting. And I'm like, well, that's, that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Sus really. And the man upstairs also woke up with a sore throat. The same as period. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was a heavy flaw. (laughs) But it, it didn't feel like anything but a cold for me. And I am vaccinated yeah. and boosted, whatever. So I was, you know, kind of happy with myself in a way that, hey, even though I have symptoms and I kind of feel like dog shit, at least I'm not in the fucking hospital right now yeah. and taking up a bed or on a goddamn ventilator. So whatever. Yeah. Not that that's an option for everybody. I'm fortunate enough that it was an option for me to get vaccinated and I ended up being okay. Yeah. Afterward, though, when I started my period and my sore throat at the same time, and the man upstairs also started his period with a sore throat at the same time, <laughs> that was early for me, like yeah. a week early. I was pissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a terrible combo, too. It's just, it, it was just weird. But every time after that, the first time after that, I was two months late. I thought I was pregnant. Yeah. Understandably. Yeah. I was like, the fuck? It, it was either that or stress. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I was talking to another person at work and she was telling me that ever since she got COVID, her periods haven't been the same either and her symptoms are crazy. And I would go to work and I would stuff almost an entire box of tampons in my purse yeah. in case one of us needed something yeah. because we were, you know, we're two years into the pandemic and we weren't sure. Yeah. 
you know, everybody's had something done. And now all the girls where I work were starting to talk about what had happened to them yeah. after they got COVID. So we were all just like helping each other out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, now the other weird thing, I only have one premenstrual symptom. I get angry. Yeah. I get super. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always been like that, <laughs> but I don't get bloated. I don't have cramps prior. I don't get headaches. I don't get back pain anymore. So Nothing. it like erased the symptoms for you. Yes. Interesting. And the first three days, you know, the scene in the shining when the elevator doors open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's like for the first three days. And then it's like, you know, yeah. Uh, what do you call that? I'm trying to think of weather terms. A light drizzle. <laughs> yeah, that's how, it, for me, it is definitely like, my periods used to be longer. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is now they're condensed, but they're a lot heavier. And I guess we'll carry this over into another topic that I was going to say for another Blood. time. Um, <laughs> menstrual cups. So <laughs> I, I kid you fucking not. I just threw mine in the garbage. I'm so mad. I'm too stupid to use them. I'm sorry. No, I, I have, I bought, I bought several different ones to try and figure them out and I don't use them anymore. So I'm, why, why are, why can't we make them work? I have watched all the videos. I have tried the discs. I have tried the cups. I don't understand. I feel like the build down there only works for a very specific tilt. You yeah. know what I mean? I had a lot of leakage um, yeah, with the different same. ones I used. There was one. That worked very well for me. I think it was the... Was it salt? Yes. Yeah. No, it was basically a salt ripoff on Amazon. Oh. Same kind of thing though. It had like a little tiny nubbin. You're not supposed to pull on that. No. It's only for finding the cup. And after I figured out how to adjust it, I really liked it. I could go having to change, you know, my materials every one or two hours to being able to go about eight with this cup. Oh, wow. Um, which was really fantastic. Wait, didn't you just say you got rid of it? Well, here's the thing. It was really hard to remove. I had a hard time finding it. I would find the string and I ended up having to like pull it out by the string. Oh, did it have like a string? It didn't. You're not supposed to pull by that. And the reason you're not supposed to pull that by that is because it's like a little rubber thing and it's oh. not meant for pulling. And if you pull on it and then it slips out of your fingers, it hurts really bad because it goes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the second or so day of me using this, I couldn't get it out. I was fishing around in there, man, for like 30 minutes. Did and you finally, try like bearing down too? Like I was on like, your muscles? Yeah, I was like squatted in the tub panicking. because I was like, I can't get this out. It's slippery. It's it's not happening. So I call my wonderful husband and I'm like, you you got to do me a favor, man. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, it gets, it gets so much better. So now That's we're love. both panicking because yeah. we can't get it out. And I'm like, great, I'm gonna have to go to the fucking hospital and be like, I got a menstrual cup stuck in my uterus no, and I can't get it go out. To just fucking Planned Parenthood or something. Seriously. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's they like, would help you. Do that, please. Yeah, do don't, that thing. Yeah, get. <laughs> don't, don't go to the hospital. It's. <laughs> don't traumatize your husband. Um, He won't look you in the eye. No, listen, please do, because that just proves how much he fucking loves oh, you. No, it gets. <laughs> it gets better. We have determined that he is not going to be able to be in the room if I ever give birth because <laughs> he could not handle this. Um, so we were both struggling to get it out. And like, okay. like he's trying, I'm trying. And we're like, it's, it's not coming out. It is suctioned to my uterus. Well, that's the point. You kind of want, you want it to be suctioned there so that it's not leaking. Yeah. That baby was stuck on there. So finally I'm like, 
fuck it. I don't like this. This shit is coming out. And like some like rage grip came into my hand and I grabbed it by the string and I just ripped that fucker out. It made like a, like a, like a wet <laughs> suction noise popped out and then a fucking blood bomb in the bathtub. Yeah, like just absolutely. Sh- John, I've never seen him move that fast. He slipped on the bathroom rug on the way out going. Huh, huh. <laughs> so I clean everything up <laughs> and I come out and I find him in the bedroom with the blanket tucked up to his chin. He's just glaring at me. <laughs> and he was like, never ask me to do that again. <laughs> So I haven't used it since because I was just like, I don't want to deal with the panic of trying to get that thing out. Oh my God. <laughs> it came out, splattered everywhere. I look up and I just see him like basically crawling on all hands and knees because he slipped on the rug as he tried to run so fast out the of the tub. door. Yeah, I was in the tub for a reason because I knew it was going to end up being a problem. But here's the thing though, tub or no tub, that's what it feels like when the cup was explained to me in videos and it doesn't matter what brand, like there's no reason to specify. I think everybody finds something that either works for them or, you know, they try a bunch of different ones out. It's not a one size fits all in a way. I think there's something to be said for how your body is. Yeah. You need to try different things and that's totally okay. Yeah. But, um, in these instructional videos, I'm hearing about, you know, you can wear this all day long. And then if you need to use the restroom and you're out partying or you're at a fancy dinner and you can just, you know, yeah, dump it, it and then yeah. rinse it out. And I'm like, my hand looks like it went through a blender. Yeah. You want me to walk out of here with that fucking thing? Are you kidding? You're going to have to have sinks in the goddamn stall. Yeah. Like there's no, absolutely no shot. I'm taking that fucking thing out in public, dumping it into the toilet, no. putting it back in and then coming out with my hand. Also, I mean, if you're not dumping it low enough into the toilet bowl, yeah, <laughs> blood bomb. Yeah, the visual. Or what if you drop it in the toilet bowl? What are you supposed to like? It's just not. Oh my God, that would be the worst. Yeah. What the fuck do you do? Like and, you're going to have to fish it out of the public toilet figure out some way to clog yourself up in the meantime, waddle out into the fucking bathroom, clean it off. You, you can't, there's no way for you to sanitize it. You can't no, use it. Hopefully and you got to put it in your purse or something. Hopefully there's like a beautiful human that's in the bathroom and has something for you to use. And yeah. a lot of women make, you know, strong bonds in bathrooms. Oh, for sure. Unless it's an uh, yeah. airport bathroom. Cause fuck those. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Something else there. No, but like a, you know, yeah. Like one at a bar or something yeah. is fine. Yeah. 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 There's or usually concert. someone out there who has a tampon. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I always carry them whether or not I'm, yeah. I need it or not. Cause you never know if someone else is going to need it. For sure. I've handed out, I mean, basically it's charity at this point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. I've been there. God yep. damn. It happens. That's crazy. How's John, how long ago was this? Oh, this was... It might have been pre-COVID or maybe 2020. It was a while ago. But John the Prophet is like fully scarred. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if I needed help again, he would help me. But he, it was, yeah. Yeah. I completely just like threw mine in the garbage the other day. I was like, nope, this is done. Because I kept wanting to do something that was eco-friendly and also yeah. like got rid of cramps. Because even though I don't get cramps before my period, when it initially happens... Oh my God. There have been times where I've woken up in the middle of the night fucking crying because of how bad it hurt. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, or if you don't have a a uterus or whatever, when you have cramps, it's your cervix dilating. It's kind of like doing its thing. It's a baby version of Yeah. It's it's not anywhere. No. 
close to that. No. To, yeah. <laughs> to what your cervix actually does. Like, <laughs> which is horrifying to think no. about. <laughs> but it is dilating slightly, and that's what is causing the pain. And yeah. oh, it just sucks, man. Being a human. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. aliens, apocalypse, ADHD, and menstrual cups. Fucking menstrual cups. If you have a secret on how to make it work for everyone, please let me know. There's actually really great TikToks on how to properly hmm. insert them, which contrary to popular belief, I guess, or maybe again, I just live under a rock. If you're sitting and you go to insert it, you should be going this way into your body yeah. and not this way into your body. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Cause your body ain't built that way, bitch. <laughs> oh, bodies are crazy. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing I've heard too. You ever <laughs> TMI, you guys, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> um, when you go to insert a tampon and you feel like it's going in a weird direction, that's because it's sliding sideways against your cervix. Interesting. It doesn't stay straight up in the canal yeah. situation. It goes. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, my vagina's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's just built different. <laughs> up and to the left. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> weird. I, I might have to cut this out. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we sign it off? Yeah. Yeah. So that was a. A great conversation about aliens, menstrual cycles. What else did we talk about? ADHD. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, it's going to be Cold War a little bit. It'll be a very specific kind of person who enjoys this episode. Yeah, and also if anyone's ever cooked their food over the top of yours, let us know. Well, until next time. Yeah. Stay dirty, fam. Stay dirty. You can't stop it. <laughs> <laughs>